There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of the podcast. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh welcoming you to this edition. We certainly want to glorify the Lord and praise him for all he's done. Praise him for who he is. We give him all the glory for what's been done in these days. We're looking forward to the rest of this week, tonight through Friday night. We'll be here at the Black Creek Baptist Church, 6 p.m. each night. And we certainly look forward to the services. Pray, pray that God would have his will in his way. These services will be broadcast on Facebook at BCBC Church. And so we certainly look forward to hopefully some of you tuning in and listening via Facebook. I had trouble with my voice today, so please do pray. The Lord will straighten up our voice before the week is out. I'd like to have a little bit of strength in my voice, if at all possible. Back in Hebrews chapter 3. Now, we're going to deal with a couple of things uh, concerning this, but I'm going to go to verse 13 first, when he says, Exhort one another daily, while it is called today. And it's interesting, I looked at that today. Two is capitalized. The expression that we use today, one word, is not used often in the Bible, but we see today, a distinct day, an appointed day. And we see that oftentimes, two separate words used. But what you see here is capital on today. I went back to Psalm 95, and the companion verse this is capitalized. And it's interesting that it's all through chapter 3 and chapter 4, he speaks of today after the reference of Psalms 95 and verse 10 and 11. And so we see that it's capitalized. I said, why is it capitalized? The only thing I came up with is this. It is an exact appointed time. It is today. It is a day that has a title, if you will. And God has called them and God has chosen them. God has moved them. And today, if you will hear his voice, that is distinctly this day. God has called you with a holy calling. And we see on down this passage, we see it in verse 7 uh, that we read yesterday. This is where the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice. Then we see it again over here. We just read in verse 13, while it is called today. And so while God is calling, while God is speaking today, this is a pointed day. This is no doubt a distinct day in God's timeline. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, verse 15, once again, it's a distinct day. It's a day that God has called. It's a day that God has chosen. It's a day that God has reached out to them in verse seven of chapter four. And here's what the word of God says to explain that. Again, he limiteth a certain day. Now, isn't that something? God had a day appointed for them to believe and to enter into his rest. Now, that could be this day, that could be tomorrow. For he said this, he limited a certain day, saying in David, to day, there it is, that's that certain day. After so long a time, as I said, to day, again, capital T-O, space, day, if ye will hear his voice, 
harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? And so if they'd entered into that rest, there wouldn't have been another day. If you get saved today, there won't be another call. You get born of God today, there won't be another day that you need to be called. He calls, he saves, and my friend, a lot of folks are looking for that day. This is that day. God has called this day. It is a distinct day. It's a certain day. I believe April 20th, 1997, when God called me, God had me that day enter into his rest. You say, well, that's awful Calvinist. This is what the word of God said. But that's the day that God spoke to me. That's the day that God called me. Now, why that day? I don't know. And I wouldn't try to try to weigh in on why that particular day. I just know it was Adolf Hitler's birthday. It has nothing to do with that. But why would God choose that day? He said he limited a certain day. And so after long, so long a time, by God finally came and visited them. And I believe this is after the 40 years. In God's timeline, 40 years they've wandered, 40 years they've been in the wilderness, and all of a sudden, today, if you will hear my voice and harden not your hearts, God spoke to him that day, an appointed day. There was not another day. For he said, if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? And just for all of you dispensationalists, he said Jesus had given them another day. That's what the Apostle Paul wrote here in the book of Hebrews. And he's writing that to the Jews of the Old Testament saints crossing over, had he given them another day. Glory be to God. Thank God through Jesus Christ, you and I have a day of salvation. Through Jesus Christ, we have opportunity to be saved. Through Jesus Christ, you can come on his terms at any moment of any time. You can come on the terms of salvation. That's whosoever will. You can come when God speaks to you. You can get in the night hours and go find God. You can wake up early in the morning and go find God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, then enter into that rest. So today, today, the call of God, the specifics of God, he called them on that day and said, today, this appointed certain day, you may enter into that rest. The book of James said this in verse four, or chapter four, verse 13, go to now ye that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city. And it's capital T-O there. Why? It's an appointed day. It is a certain day. And so therefore, we see that little rule in the Bible. It's the only places I've found where it's capitalized, but it's very distinct. And then the Word of God explains that to us. It limiteth a certain day. And so if today is the day of salvation, what does that mean? This is the day that God wants you to be saved. Will he speak to you tomorrow? You don't know that. And I certainly wouldn't hold out on that. And if God speaks to you today, harden not your heart. That's the instruction of God. And so if God is calling you today, do not harden your heart. Do not get hardened against God. Why? He said, take heed, brethren, verse 12 of chapter 3, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. And you say, oh, that's laws of salvation. Oh, I can't keep this. No. It's those that have not heeded his voice. They're with God. They're walking with God. They're in the wilderness. That's the example. They have the tabernacle. They have the cloud. They have the pillar of fire. They have all of these things to lead them, to guide them. And then they come down to Jordan. And today is a day they can enter into the rest of God. I read this morning in the book of Joshua. 
how they had those cities prepared for them and vineyards prepared for them and fields prepared. They could just move right in the land and rest from their labors. That's what God had called them to. And they had that opportunity to move into that land that day. But if their hearts were hard, they would not enter into that rest. And so the warning came to them, take heed. And then for us today in the church, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. What does that mean? In the congregation of the church of the brethren, there may be one with an evil heart of unbelief. They do not believe God and they depart from the living God. They they went out from us for they went out of all of us. And I believe that's the right discernment of those verses. That it might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Why was it made manifest? Because God revealed to us that these are those that hardened their hearts when God called to day, when God spake on an appointed day. They came to the place and they said, you know what? I'm done. I'm finished. I'm leaving. This is ridiculous. God's tried to prick their heart. They say, well, the preacher's mean-spirited. The preacher's too hard. The preacher's, uh, he's directing things at me and they get out, bent out of shape. He said, that's an evil heart of unbelief. Why? Because God has called today. God has spoke to you today, but you will not believe God. You do not want to believe God. And therefore God is trying to speak, but we don't want to hear from God. That evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today. Now, it's interesting. He wrote that 2,000 years ago, but here's what I find interesting for those of you that want to rightfully divide this. Today, 2,000 years ago, is still valid today. Glory be to God. God has made a way through Jesus Christ that today you can be saved. You don't have to wait to go stand at the bank of the river. You don't have to go to the pool of Siloam and sit there and wait for the waters to move. You don't have to wait till Jesus passed by and spits on the ground and makes clay and touches your eyes. You don't have to wait till he comes down to where you're laying on your bed and they break up that roof and lower you down to him. You don't have to. Today is that appointed time. Today is that day of salvation. He said, unless any of you be hardened. And therefore, we live in a day when men need to be exhorted while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. People sit back and say, well, I just don't think this is my day to be saved. That's the deceitfulness of sin telling you that you need to wait. That is the lust of your life, the lust of your heart, the lust that's within you telling you, no, I'm just going to have a little bit more, a little bit more pleasure, a little bit more sin, a little bit more of my way, a little bit more of my life. But today God has called, today God has spoken, today God is dealing with you. He goes on and he says, while we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast under the end, that's the evidence that we've partaken of Christ. The saints of God do continue. The saints of God do continue in the things of Christ. You don't just quit being a Christian. You don't just throw away salvation. You don't walk away from God. You don't just harden yourself and decide that you're going to disappear from God. You don't just say, you know what, I'm done with God today. You go out and live your life and go back to the hog pen once you've been born of God because you now have the spirit of God working within you You are Christ and he is yours. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that you should pray for it. But can I tell you something, brother? There is a sin unto death. And that's what he's speaking of when he says of of these issues, partakers of Christ, 
He said, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, we are not that plant that springs up and then the sun comes and withers it away. That's not the saints of God. That's those that do not believe. While it is said, verse 15, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. Today, if you will hear his voice, don't get hard on God. Don't harden your heart against God. Don't reject the truth because of your little notions and your little ideals and your little philosophies. We've heard testimonies over the last weeks of people that would hold on to a false doctrine, a lie out of hell, so that they could justify their being damned. They could justify and explain why they're not saved. They could tell everybody in their intellect why they're not saved. Let me tell you why you're not saved. Because you've hardened your heart against God. You've hardened yourself against the word of God, the doctrines of God, and you'll take your damnable deceit to the grave with you, calling Jesus your Lord. That's where we are. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. Howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned? Whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? Why did they sin? Because of an evil heart of unbelief. He called them that day. He drew them out of Egypt. In the picture, by the way, he's going to draw his son out of Egypt. And that confidence to know that they would come out of Egypt and go into that promised land is the confidence that he brought his son out of Egypt and put him in that promised land according to the scriptures. But they would not believe. They provoked God with their sin. They provoked God with their wickedness. They sinned and their carcasses fell in the wilderness. And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. Now that word should there, bears the connotation of shall, but when God should, it's going to be an absolute. When God said he should, absolutely, God is not going to let them enter into his rest because he told them, if you'll continue in his ways, he'll bring you into this land, but if you'll turn from his ways, you will not enter into his rest. He told them, he warned them, he let them know. We preached the other night on the sin of Achan, and Achan was told, Israel was told, And Achan was warned, do this and I'm going to curse you. Yet he did it. You know what he said? Whosoever's name is now found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And folks just don't believe that. Surely God's not going to cast me into the lake of fire. He's going to cast you in there with the infidel, with the atheist, with the wicked heart, the pornographer, the liar, the thief, the drunkard. Why? Because you have an evil heart of unbelief. And what is a greater damnation? Those sitting in the house of God under a King James Bible who have heard the word of God, they've heard the preaching of the word of God, and they will not enter into his rest because of that evil heart of unbelief. But to them that believed not, that's who's not going to enter in. In verse 19, so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. So again, they say, well, it's not my day. No, God has made it your day. This is your day to be saved. Two Day is the day of salvation. And God has called you today. God has called you yesterday. God has called you the day before. And if God is calling, your obligation is to believe what God is saying. Not go believe some heresy. Not go believe some foolish notion. Not go believe some ideal, but to believe the word of God that you, yes, you indeed need a savior. Why? You'll not enter in because of unbelief. And don't say you believe God and then deny that God saves sinners. Don't say you believe God and then deny that God wants to save you. 
Because therefore, if you can't reconcile your sin against him, you'll perish. I believe we've rightfully divided chapter 3. Lord, we'll be back on here tomorrow to do chapter 4. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing The glorious song of the redeemed